Welcome into A to, a to Z Sports Prime Time on a Sunday. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. I'll be out at Two Rivers Ford, as a matter of fact, tomorrow at about 3 o'clock. So keep an eye out for a second Bronco broadcast because it's the headquarters twenty of the 2021 Ford Bronco at Two Rivers Ford. You can go, just as I'm going to go tomorrow, out to Mount Juliet off Belinda Parkway. Or you can do the entire car purchasing process online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Despite losing money on the Tennessee Vols today, I bet the Gators, you can make money with all kinds of great profit boosts, no-brainer bets, with the promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm betting against the Preds tonight, and they may end up losing me money. I bet... LeBron James, Team LeBron James, to score first in the NBA All-Star Game. So don't take my betting advice, but use the promo code A to Z Sports and bet on yourself to make more money in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage is where you go at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress they can provide to you and they can help you, as a matter of fact. Sell for more as long as you use the Gary Ashton team at GaryAshton.com. And, of course, Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs at 10HC.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com. That is where you can go. Okay, so we uh, we have seen what happened today with Tennessee. A sluggish first half, a brutal first half. They were trailing by as much as 10. During the first half today against Florida, they played the early afternoon at 11 o'clock today in Knoxville. I even had to go and upgrade my cable subscription to make sure that I could catch the game on ESPNU. But I saw it. I saw the struggles. And then I saw the resurgence that really gives you a lot of hope about the University of Tennessee. They finish the regular season in conference 10 and 7. They struggled throughout the latter half of that schedule ending up going 17-7, and but now they've earned themselves a double bye in the SEC tournament, which is going to be hugely helpful as they try to to just kind of recoup after what's been a difficult stretch for them, despite them coming out on the winning side today. The question for you guys, the Two Rivers Ford take here on a Sunday night, how far can the Vols go in the SEC tournament this week? It will be in Nashville. It will be at Bridgestone Arena. It will be exciting to watch because I think largely outside of Alabama, the SEC is largely a crapshoot. So they can make some noise if they play disciplined, sound basketball, if they continue to score in the paint, as they did today. And if their seniors continue to kind of guide the way for a situation uh, or guide the way for a team that's got a lot of freshmen that have been kind of trying to sh- shoulder the load. Today, the seniors on senior night were able to kind of give them a little more between Eve Pons and John Fulkerson, whom we'll spend time on later in the show. Proper Villains says, don't act like you care about college athletics. I care about college athletics a great deal. In fact, college athletics caused me the greatest suffering in my life because the only sports team that I'm still a fan of is my miserable Indiana Hoosiers, and they make my life a living hell. So it's not that I care. It's not that I don't care about college athletics. It's, it's that I care too much, and it still hurts me when my when my team sticks, just as it hurts you. Anyway, lose first game, too inconsistent, says Chris Yancey. How far can they go in the SEC tournament is the question to you 
about the Tennessee Volunteers, the Two Rivers Ford take. While you guys answer that question, I will tell you about the people who provide the take, and that is the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. As I mentioned, I'll be out there, so stay tuned on the A to Z Sports Streaming Network. I'll do the radio show tomorrow from 10 to 1. I'm going to go out to Two Rivers Ford, and I'm going to go take a look at all of their great vehicles. In fact, I'm going to show you their great vehicles, like the Ford Bronco, like the F-150, like the electric Mach-E Mustang. And what you will also see is a dealership that prides itself on customer service and a non-pressurized car buying experience. TwoRiversFord.com. You can go through the whole car purchasing process online if you choose. You don't have to deal with any human interaction, but if you do choose to go pay them a visit out in Mount Juliet, you will be pleasantly surprised by how comfortable an environment they create for you at Two Rivers Ford. How far can the Vols make it in the SEC tournament? Karen updates us on the Preds. They're up 3-0, which of course, because I bet I bet against the Preds, uh, which normally makes me a lot of money. But naturally, when I think that they're going to get their asses kicked by Dallas, they rebound spectacularly. So it's just an, a totally unfortunate circumstance. Trey Wallace of Rocky uh, Rocky Top Insider joins the show. He says, my beautiful brother, talking Vols. Indeed, Trey, we're talking about just how far this Tennessee Volunteers team can make. And if Trey has input, we would welcome uh, that uh, that participation. Won't get, won't expect too much, so won't get disappointed. So I understand largely why people feel that way. In fact, we talked a good deal on the radio show on Thursday on 104.5 The Zone about, you know, the, the ebbs and flows, the peaks and valleys of this Tennessee team. Nobody, I don't think, is going to compete with Alabama in the SEC tournament. In fact, I should probably adjust. Producer Reed and I were talking about this in our pre-show call, and I said that, you know, they could probably make it to the championship game because in the second half, they played elite-level defense. Victor Bailey Jr. was scoring at will. Now he's a bit of a liability on defense, and John Fulkerson could have put him in a compromising position at the end of that game when it seemed to be pretty well in hand, and they won by 11 points today. Like, the line was five and a half in favor of Tennessee. Tennessee looked strong, but it took them a real kick in the ass because they trailed 33-28 in the first half. Now, they got their they got their stuff together, and they really, really rallied around what the, the theme of the night was, at, or the theme of the after, afternoon was at Thompson Bowling Arena, which was senior night. You saw to, uh, Fulkerson really kind of get into a better groove, find more of a find more of a rhythm than he's had in the last couple of games, really in the last month and a half of Tennessee basketball. Eves Ponds had that unbelievable block uh, that kind of spurred the momentum in favor of the balls, and largely that game was already in hand by then. But you saw the seniors start to show up in a way that you really, really need them to come tournament time. Now we're heading into the conference tournament that will be held here in Nashville. And so I said initially that I thought that the Vols could go to the SEC tournament championship game, but I'm probably going to revise that, Producer Reed, so we may have to rephrase on the fly. But I want to know how you guys feel about it. In the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV, they rarely cover the spread, so that tells me they are on edge, says Chris Yancey. And that edge is good. Madison Blevins, our friend from WBIR in Knoxville, was on the zone with me on Thursday, and we really broke down uh, we really broke down the 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 issues that the Vols were facing under pressure, right? Their pick to win the conference, preseason SEC pick to win the conference. And they should 
have finished, they should have gotten progressively better over the course of the season. But what you saw was the offense falter. And what got right today was points in the paint. I thought they were much, much better at that um, in uh, inside. And, uh, and you saw just kind of, you just saw a better comfort level, a more, just a team that was, that looked more familiar with the, with the parts that are around it. I, Joe Rexrode put this really well, I thought, after the loss to Auburn, saying that essentially we were looking at a team that was playing, you know, a bunch of strangers playing a pickup game. That's not what it felt like today. Like it felt they were, inve- I felt they were invested today. And I'm not here to question effort or want or drive or any of that but it just looked much more comfortable as a basketball team. But I still think there are flaws, and largely Alabama under Nate Oates, despite all the hell we gave Nate Oates at the beginning of the season for calling out Coach K, Alabama's in a hell of a lot better position than Duke right now. So I don't necessarily think that we can all, uh, you know, in retrospect, go over and hit Nate Oates over the head with it. But this point stands that the mid-range jumpers, as H. Welch Zero on Periscope uh, points out, they stop shooting so many mid-range jumpers. The mid-range jumpers, though, are what they seem comfortable with, which is a problem unto itself. They're not an efficient shot. The team has not really done it well. I think Springer has really struggled with that shot, and he really seems to enjoy it. I know John Reed tweeted out earlier, kind of tongue-in-cheek, that he's hitting about 20% of those uh, of those little mid-range jumpers. And it just it does not it does not contribute to overall success. It's working harder not working smarter, which is actively something, just ask Zach Bingham, that you do not want to do. Chris Yancey says, put $10 on Kentucky. Too much money lost if Big Blue does not make the tournament. Watch the Dominion machines come out and see Kentucky not get due. I don't know uh, the the grammar there kind of fell apart on me, Chris, so I'm not entirely sure that sentence didn't really make sense. But I think you're saying put $10 on Kentucky just because why would you bet Kentucky to not make the tournament? If anything else, it's a uh, it's a uh, <laughs> it's a it's a television show. And without Duke and Kentucky in the tournament, it would really, really not draw weight ratings. The team has struggled from three opponents want them to shoot, says Coach Payton. Yes, that is something that was not a problem today. As I mentioned, Victor Bailey Jr. was very, very in stride, in rhythm. A really skilled offensive player. It's what it gives you on the other end of the court. That does become problematic for Tennessee. How far can they make it? I'll tell you on the other side, right after I remind you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Preds, who are dominating currently in a rare moment of victory and success. The Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, and A to Z Sports Primetime. Gary Ashton reps them all. We all trust the Ashton team with our business because they're the best in the business. They're located here in Middle Tennessee. They will work hard for you. They rate exceptionally well as far as customer service is concerned because they care about Middle Tennesseans. They're located in Middle Tennessee. They are here not trying to take advantage of the Nashville real estate market like other people are coming in from out of state. They're working to make the community better. They're in the community. They're working for the community, and they're trying to get you the best deal, whether you're looking for your dream address without the stress or trying to sell your home for more at GaryAshton.com. Watch out for Michigan State, says Lewis Chesney. Uh, Tom, Tom Izzo, you know, I mean, it's it's such a cliche, watch out for Izzo in March, but he really does seem to have them rounding into form after struggling largely throughout the course of the season. Um, with Tennessee, though, I kind of look at them and say, they've got this double bye. Uh, we'll see who they end up facing, given how the bracket breaks out. But if they were to advance, 
to the uh, and let me pull up the let me pull up the the tournament schedule right now. If they were indeed to advance, they would likely face Alabama, who is in a better position, who won the SEC, and that would be in game one of the. Uh, excuse me, if they were to face Alabama, it would be in the semifinals. They would have to win their quarterfinals match. They'll rest until then on Friday. Uh, they're the four seed right now. They would have been the six seed had they lost to Florida. So they go there sem- if they face Alabama in the semifinals. I think that's probably where they end. I initially said on our uh, on our call with uh, on our call with producer Reed. I you know I initially said. I mean, I saw championship level defense today in the second half. I saw an offense that wasn't constipated, an offense that felt fluid, an offense that felt comfortable and alive. You know, the the commentators today calling the game on ESPNU said it seems like Rick Barnes gave his uh gave his team some coffee at uh at, at halftime to really get get the juice going. And you felt the juice in the second half, but it was flat for much much of that first frame. And you really, as we mentioned in the title, it really felt like the tail of the entire season from from the University of Tennessee. Inconsistent, bogged down, and then when you see the potential, you understand why this team was so highly rated coming into the year. The preseason SEC pick here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. I will tell you that I don't think they advance past Alabama if they are to make it. So if they are to win their quarterfinal game, which will be their first game on Friday, They would advance to the semifinals. I would expect Alabama to be there. I would expect them to lose to Alabama because Alabama will absolutely capitalize on a slow first half like Tennessee did down a couple, down I think about, what was it, five to Florida in the first half. Semifinal round, I think, is is the limit so far for this University of Tennessee team. But that doesn't mean that they can't make some noise because of the things. That's the thing. I saw I saw a lot of tweets like this today. And I really, I really couldn't agree more with the statement that you get so angry when Tennessee plays well because you know they're capable. Because you know that they that they have this ability, that these freshmen are fantastic, that Fulkerson and Pons can be really, really strong as see as a senior presence, as it within their senior roles, helping guide a largely unproven team, although it is chock full of talent. A hope is a dangerous thing, says H. Welch. Zero, and I would say to you, that's spoken like a true Vols fan. But at this point, the semifinal round, I think, makes a lot of sense because Alabama uh, is just too good at this point, and they will not uh, they will not let up the way that you saw Florida kind of kind of. I mean, that's not like Florida let up. Tennessee played really really well in the second half, as I mentioned. Um, but the situation in the first half, Alabama will bury you with the style with the rate. Uh, with the with the level of play right now that they are able to produce. Clint B83 says the SEC tourney, in no way we win more than two games in the NCAA. Yeah, I, I don't think this team has a long tournament run in it, but right now we're just talking about the tournament because they will travel to Nashville and take uh, take per, uh, take part in that. Arky, uh, Arkansas is the hot team, in my opinion. Hold on, slam dunk contest. We'll come back, says El Boogie 808. Yeah, I largely forgot that the... Uh, I largely forgot that the uh, the NBA uh, the NBA All Star ceremonies were this week, and I turned on the game. It was between the terrible Nashville Predators, who are playing well tonight, it seems, between the All Star game and then the uh, Harry uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle Oprah interview, which I uh, I'm unfortunate. It's unfortunate the primetime show had to interrupt, but I have DVR'd it 
So I will give you a full recap tomorrow from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. That's probably what we'll spend the bulk of the radio show on. Semifinals in the SEC tournament, but that's where I think the Tennessee Vols go down here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Now, what you did like to see today, outside of the second half for the Vols, is John Fulkerson really, really seemed to get back to the level of play that we're accustomed to. Not not just not be a head case, to be completely honest with you, as a as a red shirt senior trying to help a a should have should be tournament team realize their full potential. John Fulkerson in a very, very emotional game, certainly an emotional ending to that game in what could be his last game in a Tennessee uniform, growing up a Tennessee fan, Tennessee boy, vol till he dies in all likelihood. But now the question becomes. Because of the COVID, uh, the COVID allowances, John Falkerson could come back for a sixth year at the University of Tennessee. The question for you guys here on A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, should John Falkerson play another year at the University of Tennessee? Do you think he would benefit? Do you think Tennessee would benefit by having Falkerson back, even though he did seem to struggle throughout the the later course of the season. He didn't seem to struggle. He really did struggle. Should John Fulkerson play another year at Tennessee is the question that we're asking you. As you answer that question, I will tell you about something that is no question that you should be doing as you're sitting here with me throughout the course of your sports viewing experience, whether it be over the weekend or any other time. The question to you is why aren't you using, if you're not using, the DraftKings Sportsbook app? Promo code A to Z Sports is how you get involved in America's top-rated sportsbook app. March Madness is officially upon us, and you know that DraftKings is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. And if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right. All it takes is one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Just sounds like a no-brainer to me. They have all manner of no-brainers in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So go download it right now. Use the promo code A2Z Sports, A-T-O-Z Sports, to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. Promo code A to Z Sports for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. New customers only. Restrictions do apply. Winnings paid out in $425 free bets. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. Would you as Vols fans, Tennessee basketball fans, would you like to see John Fulkerson come back? That is the question that we are posing you here on A to Z Sports Primetime for the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. The incredible Falk says, Charles Hardaway, not all the talent, but all the heart. Going to miss that guy. Well, do you want to miss him? Do you want him to come back? That's the question. Stacy, Charles, Lewis, and Colin Gorham all say yes. Zast7 on Periscope says, I don't see him getting drafted personally. If they have room, I'm good with him coming back. And this is the thing that COVID is going to present. I and mean, it's going to be interesting for college football teams to see how many college football coaches actually want 
seniors to stay around if they've got new recruits coming in. But for college basketball, this could really help rectify a problem that has driven me crazy with college basketball, what the NCAA or what the NBA's one-and-done rule has done to college basketball, which is really, really rob it of any substantial meaning. John Fulkerson means so much to the University of Tennessee, and, and the Vols mean so much to John Fulkerson. He said that if he does choose to play another year next year because he'll have COVID eligibility, it would only be for the Vols. But there was a clip that came out today from the Vol Network, a very, very emotional John Fulkerson, and the the the, the soundbite did not make it sound, did not make it seem like he would be returning, especially for the way that the tears started flowing as soon as he was pulled out of the game today in a win against Florida. First of all, I want to thank uh, Bob, you and Bert both for for just being with us uh, for the past five years, for for supporting me, for always being there for, for myself and my teammates and, and coach um, and for this program. Um, it really it means a lot to, to me and to my teammates because we, we look forward to talking to you guys each time and and then another thing I've been meaning to say for five years now, um, ever, ever since I've been here, uh, I've, I grew up as a Tennessee kid and we would, the games I wouldn't watch, we'd listen to them on the radio. And, and I, I'll never forget all the Chris Lofton, Wayne Chisholm, Scotty Hobson, all those interviews. And so I never thought I would be in this position. And so I, I say that to say that, that to all the kids out there that, that you don't think you can, accomplish what you want to or, or or you think your dreams are too big or you think you can't make it um forget all that really if you just put your mind to it and work hard then anything can come true because because never would I have thought that I would be in this position that some of my role models were in that that people I looked up to people that I thought were were uh just really big time people the people like I've said and so to, to really everyone out there especially the kids um Whatever you want to do, just put your mind to it and work really hard at it. And lastly, uh, Vol Nation, uh, you guys have been there supporting me and my teammates for for five years now. And when people say that Vol Nation is the we have the best fans in the country, they they are not lying. We 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 have the most uh, we have the most uh, spirited, the most loyal, uh, the most caring, the loudest fans that, that you could ever imagine and I just want to th- say thank you to to Vol Nation all of our fans because uh, without you guys you know a lot of this wouldn't be possible and so really really thank you to, to all you guys for the support for the love and for the care that that really you've shown me and my teammates and and really all of Tennessee sports throughout these last five years because um, it, us as players really really knows it and we really enjoy it and uh it really helps us out so so thank you um for that so that's john falkerson fifth year red shirt well he is a fifth year but he's a red shirt senior trying to decide whether he will return to the university of tennessee after concluding his senior day today in a win against florida the question is Should he come back to the University of Tennessee? Would both sides benefit? And I think that's something that, you know, it depends on Rick, and honestly depends on whether the coaching staff wants him to come back, whether they, or whether the concerns that they had about him when he was so down this year, because he did, he really did drag them down for a good portion of their losing games throughout the course of that stretch where they went 
They were what were they? They they were six and four in their last ten before winning today. So that is a situation, and largely you lean on your seniors in those moments. And yes, he did show up in the second half, as did the rest of the team, to kind of salvage what would have been a disaster if they had not won on senior day to get to secure the double bye in the SEC tournament and then then play their first game on Friday in the quarterfinals. But as as Zass says, one, I don't see him getting drafted. Um, and if he's if they're good with him coming back, I think it is important for the ethos of college basketball, I just don't know if the coaching staff wants him back or if they want to make room for new guys coming in. Because and, and remember, they will lose these freshmen. Uh, Keon Johnson is absolutely, absolutely going to be an NBA player. Um, so this is something to keep in mind. We love Falky, says the May, May's man, uh, but he should do what he thinks is best for his future. Charles Hardaway says, you think maybe Barnes has asked him to move on? I mean, I, I don't know. I doubt it. I think Rick Barnes would, I don't think Rick Barnes would be like, hey man, you know, time's up. Like, I, especially after Rick Barnes went to bat for him in his press conference, in his media availability earlier last week. Um, Hewitt Pruitt says, yes, it'll give him time to grow his hair back out. Yeah, bring back the headband for John Fulkerson. It was a tremendous look straight out of, uh, uh, what was, uh, what was, uh, what, what was the Will Ferrell movie? Um, Jackie Moon. I can't think of the. I can't think of the name. Anyway, it would be. It would. It was a great look for him. Not that he doesn't look good now, but it was a much better look for him aesthetically with the long, with the flow and the hairband. John Fulkerson wore it well. I. I honestly, I don't know what he has left to accomplish at the University of Tennessee. I mean, one would say winning an NCAA tournament title, but that just seems like Tennessee is not in that conversation. It's even in a year where the powers are down in. Uh, in college basketball, where Duke and Michigan State and uh, and Kentucky are all kind of languishing, North Carolina is, is it semi semi pro. Thank you, Charles, um, for clarifying that. But it's a situation where I don't, I just don't know how much it benefit benefits the University of Tennessee, other than it's a feel good story, and it is a feel good story, no question about that. But I mean, does a feel good story benefit your basketball team in the long term? No, I think John Fulkerson's best days as a University of Tennessee player, uh, I think this might have been his kind of last gasp on senior day. So I would be out on John Fulkerson returning, even as I love what John Fulkerson represents in college basketball. I do think it's something that's very important and something that we've lost in the one and done era. I really do think that it, you know, it struggles, it really struggles to get to get people invested when they don't have players like Fulkerson, who who are obvious. I mean, Fulkerson is from the state of Tennessee. He has grown up a Vols fan. He loves the Vols. He's going to be a Vol for life, with without question. But in terms of returning and helping the team, I just think that you can find what John Fulkerson gave you um, from better and younger players at this point in his career. Let's do the Tennessee heating and cooling heat check. Let's put a bow on this evening's show. Let us uh, take your temperature, no pun intended. Who got hot and who cooled off in sports this week? The Tennessee heating and cooling heat check. The question for you, who got hot and who cooled off in sports this week? This is the situation uh, that, you know, Tennessee, I thought, played much better. I think Tennessee is absolutely deserving of some stock up. Coach Folky says Charles Hardaway. That happens quite often. And I think uh, I think you could you could potentially I mean I don't, I don't know if he wants to be a grad assistant I don't know what I don't know what his coaching acumen is like uh, again it's just something to make the fans happy to keep guys like that around the program if there is no functional if there's no functional use for them in the court 
anymore. I, you know, I've seen Indiana do that with a multitude of players that belonged nowhere near coaching, but fans liked them, so they kept them around. Um, who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this week? First, before we get to the Tennessee heating and cooling heat check, I will remind you about the great people at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. 10hc.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. They will make sure that you are taken care of. They will make sure that you are resting in your home comfortably, in your comfort zone, no matter whether the temperature outside is cool or heating up, as it appears to be doing beautiful weather this weekend and continued through this week. I check my Weather Channel app because now I'm like my parents and I check the weather every day. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this week? The Tennessee Heating and Cooling Heat Check presented by our friends at 10hc.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Wolverines, ice cold. Lewis and Charles both say Abdul, says Amanda Nunez, hot, hot, hot. Adesanya, P.J. Craig says, cooled off. Arkansas, smoking. Arkansas looks great as a basketball team. Arkansas, Arkansas has always kind of been really, really strong as a college basketball program. And I enjoy watching. Uh, I enjoy watching them play that way. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this week? The Tennessee heating and cooling heat check. I think you know, with without being redundant, I really think that the John Fulkerson story and John Fulkerson's career to see it culminate the way that it did. And there's still more basketball to be played. It would look great if they were able to make a decent SEC tournament run and do some damage in the NCAA's. Right now, it feels like they're a little further away from that than people would hope. But right now, John Fulkerson just stocked the hell up in all, all ways, shapes, and forms, especially for what he's done for the Falls as a program and really for the sport of college basketball because people need more players like John Fulkerson who care about their programs this way. First of all, I want to thank uh, Bob, you and Bert both for for just being with us uh, for the past five years, for for supporting me, for always being there for, for myself and my teammates and, and coach. Um, and for this program, um, it really it means a lot to, to me and to my teammates because we, we look forward to talking to you guys each time. And and then another thing I, I've been meaning to say for five years now, um, ever, ever since I've been here, uh, I've, I grew up as a Tennessee kid. And we would the games I wouldn't watch, we'd listen to them on the radio. And, and I, I'll never forget all the Chris Lofton, Wayne Chisholm, Scotty Hobson, all those interviews. And so... I never thought I would be in this position. And so I say that to say that, that to all the kids out there that, that you don't think you can accomplish what you want to, or, or, or you think your dreams are too big, or you think you can't make it. Um, forget all that really. If you just put your mind to it and work hard, then anything can come true. Cause, cause never would I have thought that I would be in this position that some of my role models were in that, that people I looked up to people that I thought were, were uh, just really big time people, the people like I've said, and so to, to really everyone out there, especially the kids, um, whatever you want to do, just put your mind to it and work really hard at it. And lastly, uh, Vol Nation, uh, you guys have been there supporting me and my teammates for for five years now. And when people say that Vol Nation is the we have the best fans in the country, they they are not lying. We 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 have the most. Uh, we have the most uh, spirited, the most loyal, uh, the most caring, the loudest fans that, that you could ever imagine. And I just want to th- say thank you to to Vol Nation, all of our fans, because uh, 
without you guys, you know, a lot of this wouldn't be possible. And so really, really thank you to, to all you guys for the support, for the love and for the care that, that really you've shown me and my teammates and, and really all of Tennessee sports throughout these last five years, because um, it, us as players really, really knows it and we really enjoy it. And uh, it really helps us out. So, so thank you um, for that. That was a really, really beautiful sentiment from John Fulkerson, who may have finished his collegiate career and his time with the Tennessee Volunteers in a win over Florida today. Senior day at Thompson Bowling Arena. Really cool moment for him. And just, uh, you know, a great moment for everybody who cares about Tennessee basketball and for people in the state who are from the state who care about Tennessee basketball. He is emblematic of that. I, I need more of that in college basketball. People who are invested that way in their universities, given what the one and done has kind of wrecked college basketball, a sport that I very much love. Um, so to see that today, A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Who got hot? Who cooled off? The Tennessee heating and cooling heat check. Uh, John Fulkerson. It would be impossible to ignore. Now, who, cool, I, who cooled off? I was going to say the Preds, but the Preds are up 3-0 right now, so I can't, even, uh, I can't even hate on them the way that they seem to be sliding. But I'm sure at, the, at some point, you know, we will continue to see them fall down to earth the way that the Preds have been trending lately. But in the meantime, stock up for the University of Tennessee. We'll see how things play out on Friday when they participate in the SEC tournament here in Nashville. British monarchy cooling off real fast as Texas Sports 1015. I'm very excited. I've DVR'd the, the Harry and Meghan Markle Oprah interview. I think that there is a lot of shots being thrown out there. The story, I, I read a lot of TMZ. For whatever reason, in fact, you know, I shouldn't even be for whatever reason. TMZ does a lot of good reporting. No matter how their sources, uh, how they're coming by their sources, they're on top of a lot of shit. And so TMZ had a lot of good stories this week about you know the bullying scandal with Meghan Markle and the and the and the uh, the British royal staff. They said they were being subjected to bu bullying by Meghan Markle and a whole bunch of more uh, interesting, juicy stuff. Because for whatever reason. Uh, we, I mean, the entire world cares about the British monarchy in a way that feels like reality television, very much so. Uh, South Carolina women, says Charles Hardaway. Yep, big win for them over Georgia today. Congratulations to them. El Boogie 808 says, you did. Radio show, prime, uh, primetime show. Yes, and the, the radio show tomorrow, by the way, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. All throughout the week, the first full week of radio, now that the new radio show has kicked off, we will have... Uh, Ron Slay, VFL, Vols basketball legend. He will be on uh, the radio show tomorrow. And we will also do a mock draft Monday with Trevor Sikama of the Draft Network, my good buddy. Uh, Charles Hardaway says, got hot. Uh, talking about South Carolina women. Jay, John Bertotti says, Buck's heating up with the new show. Thank you very much. Louis Chesney says, I'm not tired yet. More Oprah. Well, I don't think Oprah sure as hell heating up because Oprah gets all the good interviews, all the good juice. Um, but we get some pretty good juice. Here, too, on A to Z Sports Primetime, and we get it because of you, the people, the good people whose participation I thank you for, as always. It's a new week. It's a new slate of primetime shows, a new 615 Sessions podcast, because we're still doing that. Tomorrow, or it will, we will record it tomorrow. It'll be out on Tuesday. The radio show, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. The content machine rolls along, and I'll have good information for you this week on the Tennessee Titans. You can follow along with all of that at azsportsnashville.com and you can uh, get as much as you want because we're not tired of producing great content for you. Neither are our great sponsors who make this show free for you tired of providing you exceptional customer service. 
Two Rivers Ford, DraftKings Sportsbook, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, and Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Spectacular businesses, three of them local, one of them who will make sure as America's top-rated sportsbook app, they will not let you down and they will help you win money, which is about as good as you could do from somebody who makes a show free for you and tries to earn you money. How much better could it get at DraftKings Sportsbook and all of our great sponsors here on the Primetime Show? We will talk to you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time. Austin and Zach. Zach will be back from his ski trip, and I'm sure he will be windburnt and hungover and travel tired, but I'm sure he will bring it strong as always, so you can look forward to that. As I said, 104.5 The Zone tomorrow from 10 to 1. And everything in between, we got a lot of good content coming this week and a lot of places to do it. And you know that we will bring it strong and that we will bring it with great energy and enthusiasm because you know damn sure that I'm not tired yet. The week just started. No! No!